What's up? What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I'm your host. I'm Caitlin Kenneth-Smith. And first, before I kick off this podcast, I would like to just set the tone and let you guys know that I have been sick over the past couple days, but really yesterday, today, uh, and a little bit on Monday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, which is when I'm going to upload it because I was too sick to record yesterday. I could barely get out of bed. Um, But just giving you like that heads up because my brain fog is a little bit on the heavy side right now. So if I start to kind of wander off and start to go on little tangents or rants, just deal with me. I appreciate you guys as always showing up here and I wanted to make sure that I got out some content for you guys. But I'm not going to put out content just for the sake of putting out content. So it's been something, a thought that was reoccurring in my head that I wanted to share with you guys that I knew would provide you with value. So again, I want to put out three podcast episodes a week. However, I'm never ever going to force a piece of content that I feel will give you no value. So with this, I'm going to give you some value today. And the theme of the podcast is all about pain and suffering. And doesn't that sound like such a great theme? Isn't everybody super excited about this podcast now? Um, Because I know how exciting pain and suffering and tragedy are. They're great. Um, But, you know, in all reality... I posted a reel on Instagram, I think it was last week, and the reason why I posted this reel, I want to give a little backstory, is the night prior to creating the reel and posting the reel, I went to my Facebook memories, which are always fun to look at because you look back like 10 years and it's like, why couldn't I use proper vocabulary? Why was I using the letter U as the word U and just young Caitlin things, but I had a memory on my story from two years ago where it was just a blank canvas story and it had a quote on it or some words. And I remember that I heard this quote or I heard this phrase or this idea on an episode of the Ed Milet podcast. And I remember how impactful that episode was. And, you know, I wish that I could tell you which episode it was or who the guest was that Ed had on because he always has such great guests. But the reality is I've listened to so many podcasts over the last two years plus, and I have absolutely no idea. However, I'll share that with you. The more I've suffered, the more I've woken up. It is when you deal with tragedy and navigate through that tragedy that you learn how strong you truly are. Pain is our greatest teacher, so lean into the resistance. And that podcast, the theme was when you deal with tragedy and navigate through it, you learn how strong you truly are and that pain is a great teacher. I added all the other shit. So when you hear this quote for the first time, you think, well, shit, I never really thought of it that way because at least that's how I approached it, right? Because pain sucks, suffering sucks, tragedy sucks. So why would somebody try to make it sound like a good thing. So initially, right off the bat, you're a little bit confused, but then when you actually put some thought into it and you start to relate it back to your life, you might start to realize how damn true it is. You know, like, let's be honest, doing hard things and overcoming tough shit is something that we crave as humans. We crave challenges. You know, when life is too easy and we aren't challenging ourselves enough, most people tend to lack fulfillment and they tend to become depressed or anxious. And that's why in today's day and age, anxiety and depression are so high is because society is too fucking soft and we don't challenge ourselves enough. And that's why 
things like Spartan races and ice baths and ultra marathons are starting to become more and more popular because, like I said, our society is fucking comfortable. And so people are craving that challenge and they're starting to manufacture discomfort because they're not getting it in their day-to-day life. Like, you think back to, like, caveman days, it was a really fucking uncomfortable situation. We had to go and hunt for our own food. It wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. We couldn't just go into the fridge, open it up, and say, hmm, what do I want for a snack right now? Or just, like, turn on the faucet and fucking have clean water come out of it. That's not how it worked. We had to go through challenge to be able to create the life that we wanted. Now, that's true today, because if you want to build a great life, you have to challenge yourself. However, it's a lot more comfortable to just live a basic life, all right? And that's even why people become so addicted to things like video games, you know? It's an easy way to challenge the mind. Not saying becoming addicted to video games is a good thing, because any addiction isn't a good thing, because an addiction is going to negatively impact all the other areas of your life, which never a good thing. But... Think about it compared to, like, video games and, like, ultra marathons or Spartan races. You know, Spartan races have a physical aspect to it. They get you outside. They do create community and relationships where video games don't usually do that, and they usually do the exact opposite. So those are just, like, two extremes to prove a point. But in everyday life, I'll use myself as an example, I seek discomfort in order to provide me with fulfillment. Training to become a competitive CrossFit athlete is not comfortable. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering involved with that. And my training sessions are not fun. However, they've helped me grow more mentally than physically. And that's something that I never really anticipated when I first got into CrossFit and when I first started training. You know, I've become a better athlete physically. I've become stronger. I've become faster. But the mental gains are something that Really, you can't compare. And every time that I'm forced not to train, for example, like yesterday when I was sick and could barely get off of the couch, I'm reminded how much of a benefit movement and exercise and training and challenge have on my mental and emotional well-being far more than my physical well-being. And I know that a lot of people out there who do work out on a consistent basis can relate to it. When you don't work out, you just feel different. You feel a little bit off. You know, I found myself at times yesterday just like kind of scrolling on social media and I started to realize like, wow, this is not good like for my mental health. Like it doesn't feel good. Like I feel just not good mentally. And there are some people who do that all of the time, who don't get off the couch, who scroll on social media all day long. And it's no wonder that anxiety and depression are such a huge problem in our country because so many people become soft because they're not competing with themselves. They're not challenging themselves. And, you know, when I first heard this quote two years ago, like I said, I have no idea who Ed Milet was interviewing, but it was on a podcast. I was in a tough place. You know, a few months prior to that, I had just left my career in the gym industry to go all in on pursuing my goal to be an online coach. To paint the picture for those of you who maybe are new to the podcast or I haven't mentioned it really that recently, I was in the gym industry for almost a decade, for about eight years before moving online two years ago. And I started off as a personal trainer. 
when I was 18, I moved my way up to assistant fitness manager, fitness manager, sales manager, and then eventually general manager. So to leave my career to pursue something else was really challenging for me, but it was something that I knew that I had to do. You know, I thought that I was ready to step into my full potential, but the reality is like, you're never truly ready and you really just have to go for it and embrace taking messy action because it's never going to be ideal. And we talk about that all the time, but back to the story, you know, I had two moments that I'll never forget. And the funny thing, or really the not so funny thing, but kind of funny when you look back at it, is that those two things happened on the exact same day. So I've adopted the saying from my coach, Eric, we ain't got no time for a bad day, but man, let me tell you, that was a challenging day. But like I said, it was one that taught me a lesson. Pain is the greatest teacher, right? So the first thing that happened on that day, I was sitting in my car and I was checking my bank account to see if I could afford to buy groceries. And I remember distinctly that I didn't need to get a lot of groceries. I really just needed like two things, like maybe typical Caitlin, probably broccoli and like fucking peanut butter or something like that, or broccoli and spinach, just something like basic. And I was like, okay, I should be good, but I want, but something was just telling me to like check And I was very fucking wrong. I was not good. I was negative $450 because my car payment was taken out. Um, Well, fuck. Luckily, I had an amazing boyfriend who is now my husband who was supporting my dream. And I don't talk about this enough, but I would not have stepped away from the gym industry if it wasn't for Stone. Because he he almost gave me permission because he saw how much he was destroying me mentally and how much I was working on other things outside of the gym or even inside of the gym. Oopsie, sorry, fitness connection. Um, And he saw how much I was going in on it and how desperately I wanted to make the shift but just didn't believe in myself enough. But he believed in myself enough. And he's always believed in me more than I've believed in myself, so I have to give him so much credit for where I am today because I wouldn't be where I am today without him. I wouldn't even have a podcast if it wasn't for him. That was one of those things where I was like, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then one day he was like, just do it. Like, who cares? You're going to suck at first. Just do it. Same thing with CrossFit. I mean, like, he pushed me in so many areas and he supported me since the beginning. And, you know, even though he was still supporting my dream, like texting him that day because I knew he was on his way home from work and saying, hey, can you pick up these two things from the grocery store because I don't have enough money in my bank account. Like, that's still fucking embarrassing, especially because we weren't engaged and we weren't married yet. So it was like, <laughs> is, and I wanted to be engaged or married to this man. And I was like, wow, am I, am I going to make a good wife or am I just going to be like that person who's like, okay, she can't even support herself. We should probably run. Uh, but clearly it worked out. So initially this upset me because it kind of brought me back to my childhood when the amount of times that because my, my family struggled with money. You know, I'm not going to try to pretend we didn't. Um, my par- my mom did a really, really good job of, like, making it seem like we had so much. But there were times when we went to the grocery store. And, you know, when I was in the moment when I was younger, I didn't realize what was happening. But, you know, looking back, I understand now. Is, you know, there were times where we were on food stamps. But there were also times where my mom would go and have to ask them to take things off of 
our order or off of the checkout because we didn't have enough money to pay for it. And I know how much that crushed her and I didn't want to be there and I didn't want my family to be there too. And so like that just kind of gave me like an insight like, fuck, am I on the trajectory to kind of be in that position as well? But after a little bit, I was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. We're going to be okay. He got me those groceries and it's fine. I'll be, I'll be fine. We're going to bounce back from this. Later that night, this is the second thing. I checked my bank account again because I got a weird text from my bank saying that like a different transaction was done. And I was like, well, what are we transacting? There's no money to transaction. Um, and this, this one, this one fucking hurt. It was uh, the good old IRS. And they decided today was the perfect time to take out $600 of money that I owed back from taxes that I thought I had paid, but it had ended up being bounced because it was right around the time of my final paycheck from Fitness Connection. And that final paycheck was much less than I thought, but I didn't know that the money didn't go to the IRS. And then they just decided, you know, we're just going to fucking take it. And you know what? You do what you want to do. That's another conversation. Um, so now... I've never seen this number, negative 1,050 in my bank account. And I just remember like completely shutting down. And I ran out to the porch and I literally just sat there and I cried silently in the darkness. It was sad. And just thinking like, how did this happen? Like how? I went from less than a year ago getting a new car because I got my promotion, moving into my dream apartment that I always wanted to be in, which kind of sounds silly now because you know, as I get older, it's like dream house. But at the time I didn't, I didn't know where my life would go. So I had this dream apartment to being super comfortable, being able to go to Starbucks every fucking day, you know, without even blinking an eye, which is, you know, impressive, right? To now this. And Stone gave me space because he gets it. And eventually I came inside and I just cried in his arms in the kitchen. And as we stood there in the kitchen, just like me crying in his arms, I said to him something that I literally will never forget. And it's something that I continue to remind myself of almost daily because it pushes me to work when I don't fucking want to work anymore. I told him that I will never let this happen again. I will never let this feeling come back because this pain sucks and I don't ever want to be in this position again. I don't want $600 being taken out of my bank account to cause me this much pain. Because that pain sucked, but it taught me so much. It lit my ass on fire and it taught me that no matter how low you feel, it does get better. It does. The breakdown happens right before the breakthrough. Every time. And I'm sure you can look back on your life and build evidence on that too. A few months later, Stone proposed. And I got an offer to become a coach at Hidden Summit. And my life started moving in the other direction really fucking fast. And it was really exciting. And I tell you this to kind of set the tone. However, there is more to come on Friday's podcast episode. So stay tuned. Because I have a big announcement and a very big transition period coming for myself and my family. And I'm going to embrace the pain and embrace the suffering knowing that on the other side 
is something incredible. But I also tell you this to remind you that no matter what you're going through, it is temporary and you will be okay. And I know how insane that might seem, especially if you're really in the thick of it right now, but just think back to all of the hard shit that you have been through and build that evidence to support that it is temporary and you did get through it. Because even the smallest things, like being sick right now, I always think back to last year. No, that was last year? Yeah, I got married last year. Anyway, or I guess since it's 2024, it was technically 2022, but it was December, so it was really close to the new year. So anyway, December 2022, Stone and I just got married on December 15th. We spent that weekend in Houston, and then we drove to his parents in Texas to kind of spend uh, Christmas with them, and then we would drive back to Florida. I got so fucking sick, and I think it was, like, all of the stress from planning the wedding and everything, just like, okay, cool, we don't have this stress, you're gonna get sick as fuck, because I got so sick. Like, I have never been that sick in my life. On Christmas Eve, I literally couldn't move out of bed. Like, Stone had to, like, bottle feed me water to make sure I didn't dehydrate. It was terrible. Um, But I think back to that time, because... I remember distinctly the day after Christmas, like I was able to move around, get out of bed on Christmas. And then the day after I was still able to do stuff, but I couldn't like do basic things because I was so weak and so sick. And I remember just sitting on the bathroom floor in his room with the shower as hot hot as it can be so it could steam out my sinuses and just fucking hysterically crying. And the shower was on to steam my sinuses, but it was also on... Uh, to drown out my tears so that nobody heard me. I just remember how miserable and how hopeless I felt in that moment. I was like, I am suffering so much right now. This is fucking miserable. I just want to be able to work out. I want to feel good. I want to be able to do what I normally do. And it was so frustrating. And I keep thinking back because it was like, oh my gosh, it was like the best day of my life was just 10 days ago. And now I'm sitting here on a bathroom floor crying because of how miserable I feel. And then I remember thinking back a week later when I was finally starting to get back to training and I started feeling more like myself. And it's wild, you know, when you think back and it's like, wow, I really thought that I wasn't gonna make it through it, but guess what, I fucking did. And it gives you confidence and belief that when life does throw shit at you, which it will more often than not, you can handle it and you will handle it because God wouldn't have put that challenge in your way if he didn't believe that you could handle it. Now you just have to believe and you have to act on it. But remember this, no matter what happens, do not quit. I don't care if you have to walk, run, crawl, whatever you have to do, just don't fucking quit. On the other side of the pain and the suffering, you will meet the best version of yourself. But the only way to get through it is to go through it. So embrace it, lean into the resistance and remember that pain is your greatest teacher. Now go out today and do one thing that's gonna take you one step closer to where you wanna be.